Okay. Uh, I'm going to start the song right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into whatever band or artist we're doing and we listen to all of their records so you don't have to. And then we rank them all from worst to best. And we also give our biggest banger from each of them if we have one. We also might give a stinker or two. I don't know. Uh, If you didn't already know, my name is Tyler and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening... Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us five stars. Please go do that. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number you can call. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Uh, shoot us a text. Uh, the phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And um, normally we do start with our six degrees with Tom DeLong, But I didn't. I don't have anything. This I week, just, honestly, I fucking completely forgot about it till right now. This <laughs> week was so long. It was this so long was and brutal. a short week. I, yeah. I think this was the worst week we've ever done. I really do. Wow, I really do. That's... I really enjoyed. I, I mean, obviously, I enjoyed the Bob Dylan week. I did enjoy the Rolling Stones week. See, I didn't this enjoy one, this. This one was just so full of fucking like, wow! I cannot believe you made seven albums of the same fucking song. <laughs> it's true it's true this was brutal this week was really brutal and this is a shortened week too for us we're actually recording a day early so um yeah i don't know i don't have a six degrees of tom DeLong for the same reasons so uh so let's just jump right into the album rankings i'm sure we'll get through some of these pretty quickly or at least we'll try to or we will honestly because there's a lot of bullshit and there's a lot, a lot of, of shit bullshit. that sounds the same so Let's start with uh, your number 14, Jeff. What do you got? 14? There's only Go. 13 albums. I have 14. There's only 13 albums. Uh, what am I? I have 14 listed, so I guess there, we'll, we'll figure it there out. There is for sure only 13. If you just click on their last album, it's just their 13th album, I think. But if you actually count on Wiki, it says 14. So I listen to 14. One of, one of them is just like a, a comp or something. One, one's just like a... a I don't know which other... which one are you referring to? Because there there are several. Is. Are you talking about the 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 one with the two EPs from the late eighties? Is that what you're talking about? It's the two no EPs mercy are... fool, the suicidal family. That one. Wait, no mercy. Oh, that one. Okay. That okay. one's not listed as an as, a, as an official album. Yeah, but it's really no different than some of the other ones that they were doing. And I it agree. was I just didn't do it. Okay, well, I, I have it in my rankings. I guess I could always, I could take it out. It's fine. I'll take it out. No, I mean, put put it where like it would be. It would stand. Like, like talk about it real quick where it would stand in your okay. rankings when fair, we get to it. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, so then what do you got for for thirteen then? 
Um, this this is the only one I didn't finish. I got three songs deep and was like, okay. Mm. But that is still Psycho after all these years. Their seventh album from 93. This is a re-recording of their first album and, and some other songs from the early days. But like, that's dumb. That is dumb, dumb, dumb. By this time, the band had already cycled through like 15 people. This is so unnecessary that that doesn't even like do it justice. This is like disrespectful. This is disrespectful to like the original bass player who played these songs <laughs> because not while not great, it's it's like it's an iconic album. And this is disrespectful to a great bass player who is playing on this album. That's Robert Trujillo. Like, hey, dude, do you want to just like redo songs that somebody else already did? Like, that is fucking irritating. This is like this is like an active attempt to try to like tarnish their own name. And this is bad. I got I got to subliminal, and I was like, wait, this wait, hold on one fucking second, because that's when I realized that it was one hundred percent a redo of their first album. Oh boy. Okay. So you got you got no banger, obviously. No. This is this is this is bad. This is bad, bad, bad. This is sub one. Sub one. Woo. Okay. Sub so one. We, you, throughout this episode, you'll be hearing us talk about ratings of uh or ranking or yeah ratings of of these records so we have a world famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect album two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to one is a bad album give it a shot and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard so you give this one a sub one okay sub one sub one all right so my number 13 is also still psycho after all these years because there's no reason for it it's just stupid it doesn't have that same energy or edge or anything it's just Oh, that's lame. I understand kind of why he did it because he wanted he wanted more of the rights back, but dude, this is just so lame, so lame. And I agree with you. The whole, you know, not utilizing Rob Trio, it's kind of disrespectful to him because he is so fucking great. But uh, yeah, this I I got nothing more. This is just a stupid re-recording of the first record. No interest in it. So what do you got for number twelve? Uh, the art of rebellion. The art. The act of mating, the art of rebellion. Okay, and this one's solo because like, what the fuck is wrong with his voice? His voice reminds me of the way Mark <laughs> sings on Gutter Mouth when he when he sings uh, Black and Forces. Where run, where the run? That's how he sings. <laughs> That's how Mike run. sings the entire it's fucking true. song. He does. He Why does, does he do song. that? It's like he's forcing these words out. It's weird. I don't. I don't get it. Like nothing about this is enjoyable. I thought this was also sub one. I thought this was fucking bad and very very irritating. Whew. All right. So that is your number 12. Yeah. We're flying through these already, huh? I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So my, my number 12 is Controlled by Hatred, Feel Like Shit, Deja Vu. This is their fourth record from 1989. This is essentially just two EPs mashed together. Uh, it, they're just re-recorded versions of songs from uh, Mike's other band, No Mercy, uh, his other band, Los Psychos. No, No Mercy was the guitarist, I forgot, I think. And then Los Psychos, um, some re-recordings of that, and then some B-sides from their second record, or third record. It's just, it sounds poorly recorded. It's just like mediocre thrash. It, it's just boring, chugging guitars. Completely forgettable. It go, I mean, this goes nowhere. And not to say that a lot of the records do go anywhere, but this one really goes nowhere and it's just boring. I did not enjoy it. I was frustrated. I was frustrated through most of this listen through this week. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's my number 12. I have no banger off this one. It's just completely unnecessary. Like, 
what are there four records that are just re-recorded versions of other albums or EPs or whatever. Yeah, it's stupid. And this is just one of those. So this is stupid. So what do you got for number eleven? So so my bottom two, I'm adamant about. Like I I will fight for those to be in the bottom. My top three, I'm adamant about. I will fight for those to be in the top three. Everything else, I really don't give a fuck about. Okay. <laughs> like you could you could interchange these, and I just don't even care. They I just put them in this order because I had to put some type of order. So here it is. But okay. join the army. Their second album, 1987. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, talk about like this. This gets this gets like rave reviews too. And there's uh, there's some cool parts here. There's some cool lead parts. I don't know. This is a fucking B side to their first album. Nothing mm-hmm. stuck. Nothing was great. This is just a shitty attempt at a follow up. It sounds shitty. The artwork is shitty. Everything about this is. Oh, dude, that uh, artwork is terrible. I fucking pretty, hate that yeah, artwork. Dude, it's pretty fucking bad. But like, <laughs> what really got me was like how much praise this album gets, and I just like, you fucking high? Are you kidding me? It's trash. Yeah. yeah. We are still at sub one. I wouldn't. None of these are sub. None. None of these are ones yet. That's fair. I I I totally understand. I get it. Oh boy. Okay. So no banger off that one for you. So no. my number eleven is the art of rebellion. Sixth record from 1992. Got no banger off this one. This record sucks. It is, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's probably their slowest record they've done. Um, or at least, yeah, I think after listening to I, I all the albums after this, none of them are as slow as this one. It's way more experimental. The song structures are, they're, they're l- longer songs. They're like, some songs are like six, seven minutes long. There's acoustic guitars here. There's ballads. His vocals, like you were saying, fucking terrible. I didn't make that Black Enforcers connection, but <laughs> that's really good. Um, but there are also moments where he sounds like he's trying to sing in like a uh, like a '60s or '70s psych rock band. Ugh. It's just it just does not work. He's just I don't think he's that great of a singer anyway. Uh, but him trying to actually like croon or try to try to actually sing like this it just does not it does not sound good there is some thrash here but nothing really flows and it's disjointed it's it's a shit record and um fun little fact uh our boy josh freeze plays played the drums on this record uh but not even josh freeze could save uh could save the record from what it became so um yeah the art of rebellion is my number 11 trash record fucking garbage so, what do you got for number ten? It, it's funny, like as I'm going back and rereading some of these notes that I had, because I don't remember <laughs> writing this or even like what it sounds like. But I, <laughs> World Gone Mad, their twelfth album, 2016. Uh, I I wrote this one. This one was fine. His vocals actually reminded me of Bane. Here, I don't know what that means. How they remind me of Bane, the band Bane. Mm-hmm. But I guess there we go. Uh, but I think so. I, I I did write. By this time, I'm so fucking done with these guitar solos. I'm just so completely over them. I actually really, really hate the way they play guitar in their albums. By this point, like I'm st- I'm so tired of it. I'm so fucking annoyed with them. <laughs> I, I I I can't stand them. Can't, can't stand, stand it. Stand them. <laughs> it. That's all I got. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, my uh, my number ten. So th- this really confused me reading it. I'm like, we already talked about this. It, my my number ten is uh, still psychopunk, 
after all these years. Ugh. And that really annoys me that that is so closely titled to the other one because it really mm-hmm. confused me right now. Uh, so yeah, this is their 14th record. Their last, I think, yeah, the, the, or 13th record, I should say. And this is the last one to come out. Um, this came out in 2018. This is a re-recording, once again, another re-recorded album uh, of uh, Mike's solo record, Lost My Brain, from 1996. It's more of a punk record, which is which is nice, because I feel like they do that. They tend to do the punk stuff better. Uh, but it's, uh, it's just, there's no need for it. Just I'm I'm burnt the fuck out at this point. You know, thirteen records deep, I am burnt the fuck out. I don't need more. I don't. I don't need. I'm I'm over it. I'm completely over it at this point. So this is my. That's why it's my number ten. It's just why re-record everything that you do, and make it like another standalone record. Fucking lame. But anyway, what do you got for number okay. nine? I. Oh, there we go. I hope all the, I hope any any suicidal fan listening I hope they're really uh, unhappy with us right now. They probably fucking hate us. They probably love all these records. Honestly, it's funny because I've never met I like I've met just a fan of every dumb band you could possibly think of, but I never met a hardcore suicidal fan. Now that you think about now that you think about it, you're right. <laughs> I don't think right. Like I can't recall anybody outside of just like their first album. I've seen I've seen people like wear the hats, you know, the suicidal hats with the the bill flipped up. Yeah, I have too. But I don't think I've ever talked to any of them. They're probably all just like suicidal NPCs or something like that. Because I've never ever ever talked to anybody with wearing no, the, one fucking, of those hats. They're 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 institutionalized fans. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. bet you. I bet you. Mm-hmm. If you ever handed uh, uh, somebody in a suicidal hat with the bill flipped up, if you handed them a Pepsi, they they would think you were crazy. <laughs> they would not even actually like laugh or ch- or they know know why you are doing it. At I feel all. like there's no there's no humor uh, in being a suicidal tendency fan. God, I'm gonna. I, I almost want to carry just a can of Pepsi in my car just so I can. If I ever meet a suicidal fan, I can <laughs> hand them a Pepsi. And test this theory. <laughs> <That's> so dumb. <laughs> But it would be really yeah. funny if like they if they caught on to it. It would be it would be something we could share. They had together. to they had to catch on, but it'd be even better if they didn't. Um yeah, number nine, nine is controlled yeah. by hatred, feel like shit, deja vu. I don't know. Don't care. Their fourth album. Dude, his vocals at this point are full on Lemmy. We we've been leading up to this point. It's been happening slowly. They are full on Lemmy. The quality of his vocals, like production-wise, sounds like absolute shit, and I don't even understand, like how the fuck you guys are, like production-wise, you are you are regressing, you are getting worse. Like the thrash metal songs, they're they're fine, they're solid, they do that sound well enough to be like a house band for a thrash metal singer or something. You know what I mean? Like they they yeah, do the yeah. same type of like drop into the role fine it sounds great okay but nothing to write home about yeah but this one the last song on this fucking album though was was just was fucking trash was one of the worst things that they had like done and it was just another it was just another song but it was the heavy emotion version mm-hmm. oh of, yes of yes how i laughed today or breathed tomorrow. i don't know what the fuck it was i remember that yes it was so embarrassing wow 
I could not even believe it. And it was like six minutes long. I could not believe how, yeah, you're right, embarrassing that song was. Garbage. We are still at sub one. I know, yeah. I have no, at this point, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sub one because I wouldn't even recommend people listen to any of these records. No. And I don't do that. I mean, I rarely ever give anything a sub one. Same with you. You don't give very many records a sub one. There's always something to take from from an album. Yeah, it's bad. Even the Chumbawamba stuff. Even yeah, when they were bad, there was still something to take. They were still talking about something. There was still something unique going on. This is this is just drivel. This is ripping themselves off. That's what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, this sucks, man. So, um, so that was your number nine, right? Yeah. Okay, so right here is where I would put the No Mercy Fool, the Suicidal Family thing. Remember oh, we, we talked you. about it? Yeah. I put this as a ranking. This is where I would put it. Just throwing that out there. Okay. So but otherwise... Must listen to. No, 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 it's not. But uh, but my actual number nine is, is uh, World Gone Mad from 2016. This is the first record to feature Dave Lombardo on drums from Slayer, if you don't know who he is, which is crazy if you don't. Uh, and also bass player Rod Diaz. Uh, he actually plays with Korn right now. He's been with Korn for almost a year now, playing with them live. Better things, baby. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, a million times better. Um, seems like a really cool guy, too. I like this guy. I like this guy, Raw. But, uh, yeah, this is the first one with them, and uh, this song, it, it's more heavy metal-based than anything else. They pretty much kind of threw out all of the punk and thrash. There's a little bit, but... Uh, more than anything it's heavy metal based um there are moments where mike actually kind of sounds like mr shadows from avenged sevenfold and uh that was kind of weird but it's it is forgettable man just completely forgettable (laughs) nothing really stands out on this i i can't name you one thing that happens on this record at all it's just boring just straight boring but it's not bad it's not like a straight up bad record like the Art of Rebellion is just fucking trash. This is just boring. So what do you got for uh, number eight? Uh, Lights, Camera, Revolution. Oh, okay, okay. And this one this one was interesting, too, because this one also is, is apparently really important into their, their development as the world's most okayest band. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't get this one. This one is another one that gets like high praise and it's it's one of the best in the genre and they got Trujillo in full force here. I didn't hear it. Maybe maybe I was uh I don't know, maybe I was upset. The cat just went off. I heard the hear cat, it. yeah. <laughs> this is uh this is their their fifth album. I I honestly just thought this was just like another notch in the old belt here. I just I didn't I didn't get it. If you rank this one really really high, then I may go back and listen to it again because this mm-hmm. was the only one that I thought that I missed something because people do love this one so much. The other one joined the army. I don't give a fuck. That one's just bad straight up. Don't care. But this is the only one that I thought if you rank it high, I will go back and listen again. <laughs> okay. But for now, I don't care. Don't give a fuck about this album. That's fair. That's fair. You know which album I'm surprised you haven't gotten to yet is, uh, is 13. 13, which is baby. Weird. Which is weird. Cause you haven't got to that one or world gone mad. I did Rogue on Mad. Rogue on Mad was was my number ten. Yeah, I did oh, okay, okay, okay. Controlled by hatred. Sorry, a lot of this is is you know, 
getting yeah, all mixed up because there's so much crap the same shit yeah um so did you have a banger off of uh lights camera no trio no okay no no no, no, no. um no. so my number eight is 13 this came out in 2013 first record in 13 years um and or like of original music not re-recording stuff because they love to do that um <clears throat> this is uh this is a. I think the idea behind this one was kind of cool because they brought back some older members and and kind of had them play on the songs and this and that. But in the end, it still felt really. It still felt really flat. It just. I just didn't care enough <laughs> that they brought back old members. It's a cool idea, but it to me it like added nothing to the music. Yeah, do a Out, show, not an album. Yeah, outside of like, you could hear the difference in drumming because Eric Moore, who was playing drums at the time. I mean, he's an amazing, amazing drummer, but he's a gospel chops drummer. He's he's too good for this band. And when you hear this kind of if you when you hear this era of the band and you hear Eric Moore play, he's too busy. He's way too busy of a player, and it doesn't fit the style of music. Um, and that's what most of this record is is just Eric Moore ripping it up, and the band trying to catch up, because you that's just how those kind of drummers play drums and. It's cool to watch like on YouTube and listen to on YouTube, but in 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 a in a band setting, it's way too much. I don't even know. Do you know what I'm talking about with the gospel chops? Mm-mm. You've never heard of that kind of YouTube thing? Um, no. Thomas Pridgen from the Mars Volta was part of that that group, the gospel chops group, before he joined the Mars Volta, and then that's why you know Bedlam and Goliath is so chaotic, is because that's how all those drummers play. They just play like pure chaos like that. Uh, yeah, makes sense. They're yeah. great drummers. They're all fucking amazing great drummers, but you just gotta be able to keep up. Yeah, and most bands can't keep up. So that's why all these gospel drummer drummer bands, they they don't really go anywhere because they can't play like in a proper band. It just never really works. But anyway, thirteen, yeah, this uh this uh record sucks. So uh I, I do have a banger though. It's it's actually this is the first time I've had a banger. And the banger is Smash It. Uh, it's just like a good, fast, aggressive punk song. Uh has some snottiness to it, too, you know, where all the music stops and then Michael says something stupid and snotty, and I like that. Um, has some cool breakdowns, too, um, which is neat. But otherwise, yeah, the album is not that great. So that's my number eight is 13. So what do you got for seven? Mm, okay, seven. Uh, this is the only one that I didn't listen to on... Spotify because it wasn't there, right? Suicidal mm-hmm. for life. Yeah, so, yeah. Just add that to the the long list of things that annoyed me this week. I had to go onto <laughs> YouTube and listen to this fucking album. <laughs> but it's, it's it really there. annoyed me too. It really annoyed me. See, pissed me <laughs> off, man. I almost skipped it. I swear to God, dude, I was like, man, fuck this. I'm just gonna fake it or something, or fucking just say I don't want to do it. But <laughs> I do my homework. I do my homework. It may yes, not be yes. good, but I get it done. But Suicide <laughs> for Life, their eighth album, 94. Like, as I was listening to this one, I actually really enjoyed it. I liked that it was groovy, but, like, not snotty and annoying. His voice still kind of, like, annoying in that Mark from Guttermouth thing. Black but it was still kind of, like, funky and groovy. But then when it was over and I started to write the notes about it, I didn't remember anything. So, okay, well, then <laughs> wasn't that great. 
even yeah, though yeah. I liked it. I remember liking it as I listened to it, but I cannot remember anything from it. So that's why it's higher in my list than other ones, just because I liked it when I listened to it. So I would I would probably give this one like a one. I think I'm in the ones now. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, barely, barely. But I think I'm there. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a one. I'll give it a one. Give it a one. All right. So do you have a banger off this one? Probably uh, not. No. Still no bangers. Still God no bangers. Damn. Okay. Um. So wow. my number seven is Join the Army. Second record from 87. And uh, That is high. This Why is, is that so high? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it's because by the time I got listen through <laughs> I think by the time I got to some of the later records I was so burnt out that I just didn't know where to put the later records so I just put them below like thinking I like joined the army more but I know I didn't like it I know I, I this join the army is a is is one out of three for me only because it's only a one because it it's so iconic within the scene and so many people like it. But otherwise, it's a forgettable record. It's a Join the Army is just like the bootleg version of the first record. There's nothing. <laughs> yes. It's a little bit more thrash, but it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that same excitement, that same drive that the that the first record had. It's just whatever. It's just just forgettable it really is kind of forgettable um i think if i had to have a banger it would be i feel your pain because it's just a messy song that sounds like it's it's gonna fall apart at any fucking moment and that's how almost the entire record the entire first record is everything sounds like it's about to fall apart uh and that's what this song reminds me of and that's kind of why it's my banger so that's my number seven join the army it's it's a it's a stupid record and um Fuck, there. You know, I'm thinking about it. Somebody, somebody who listens to the podcast, wanted us to do. They wanted us to do suicidal tendencies, and that's why we're doing it this week. But he wanted us to do a certain record, but now I don't remember what it was. Oh God! Ooh. Fuck. Where did he write to? What did he write to us on? Do you remember what I'm talking about? I I do not do not remember. I I can check the insta. It might have been next. on the. Might have been on the uh, a text message. Hold on, let me double check real quick. Ooh. Because but that was the whole. That was that was one reason why we were doing, doing suicidal. Yeah, it's not. It's not for. It's not a text message you sent us. I wonder if you can like, because like the Instagram. The there's. It's. I don't know. It doesn't. I haven't been on the Instagram in a while, but. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I I forgot which one he wanted us to do, but we're probably we're probably shitting all over everything he loves in life, which you know it oh, sucks. I, I I just found it right now. Oh, you did. What album is it? Yeah. He wanted it's 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 uh from Polmeister underscore NZ. He's probably from uh, New Zealand, but probably, he wanted us to yeah. do lights, camera, revolution. Ah, okay, okay. Which which I so far I've I've I don't I can't remember if you said it, but I've already said it. And I, and said I didn't it hate it. I just said it was just another notch in the belt here. Actually, I think that was the one. That was the one that I said that if you ranked it high, I would go back and listen to it. You did, I feel yeah. Like I, oh, okay. Yeah, you did. So say if it. you, so if you rank it high, then we may still have some clout with our our suicidal fans <laughs> who wanted us to do that record, and we're like, nope. Uh, we disregarded <laughs> what he said. Yes, but the only, honestly, the only reason why we kind of disregarded what he said was because we only know the first record, 
and it is so iconic. So that's why we did it. Yeah, but, come on. Um, but anyway, my uh, yeah, number seven, join the army. I'm I'm done talking. About it. I'm bored talking about this record. So what do you got for number six? Uh, how will I laugh tomorrow when I can't even smile today? Oh, I hate that title. I hate that <laughs> title so much. It's so bad. That might be their worst fucking one. And then that is their uh, that is their third, yeah, their third album. What's what's really annoying is that there's no there's not even a, like a question mark added or something like that. Like like, like, yeah. like it's asking you a question. You know what I mean? It's just it's so it's so snotty and bratty. That's what it just comes off as. Mm-hmm. Uh, third album, nineteen eighty eight. I thought this was a massive step up from Join the Army, their their second album that you just gushed over. This one like <laughs> yeah, didn't okay. ditch the thrash, but added a lot more melodic metal stuff to it. It was chuggy, it was exciting. It was an overall pleasurable experience that I wouldn't mind like listening to again in some capacity. I wouldn't buy it on the vinyls, but like I wouldn't be mad if somebody threw it on and I wouldn't like ask you to get it changed or nothing like that. Yeah. I thought it was fine i thought this is like a solid 1.5 so a good 1.5 out of three not 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 falling behind not sitting any records just good run-of-the-mill shit uh, i do have some bangers though oh finally Play- yeah finally my god my top <laughs> six i have i have i have bangers from i guess but uh pledge pledge your allegiance that's my first banger this one was so damn good it had good gang vocals to a really like anthemic chant and it was just like pledge your allegiance, free, free, for like every other band that's ever done like a chant thing like that. Yeah, that was good. Even you like AFI did a fucking stupid chant yeah. too, right? What did they say? Oh. We wait. Uh, no, two. Uh, wait, two are sales, bleeding. Right? We are done. Wait, we are one. Yeah, I'm bleeding. We are oh, one. Wait, what did what did the fucking lyrics? I can't even think. Yeah, two. It's I, black sales though, right? Yeah, it's black sales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's strength through wounding. That's the name of the song. Strength through wounding. We are done. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking cat. Perfect. <laughs> fucking cat. Excellent. Wait, what is number four for the pod since we've been recording? Fourth time at the least cats. Four. Yeah. yeah, at least four. Possibly four f- more. Let's let's go with four, and then we'll keep the let's we'll keep tallying four. it up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I, I I thought if I don't wake up. That song, If I Don't Wake Up, I thought that was really, really good. I really liked that song. I thought it was fantastic thrash metal in the vein of Motorhead, but with more more urgency, more angst. And I like that. And I'm not like, I've only listened to like two Motorhead <laughs> albums. I would, I, we weren't oh, doing you, the you thing. Oh, you the didn't time. listen to the, the, the 22 albums like I did? <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> so I, 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 can't, I can't say for a certain over all their albums, but. That sort of reminded me of, it reminded me of like Motorhead, just with more urgency and a little bit more angst. And I liked it. All right, I like that. I like that. So I just I just double checked the AFI song, the the strength through wounding. It's through our bleeding we are one. There you go. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know how cool it is being at a concert and everybody's chanting that. Oh, dude, I would. I still, but I, I have it on the vinyls, and when I listen, I still, I still yell at what I, I yell what I think that it was saying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> AFI is one of the most aggravating bands, and for me, because they are one of my favorite bands, but I still to this day have no idea what Davey Avick says in almost any of the songs. I can never oh, fucking baby, understand oh, his voice or what he says. Oh, it's it's obnoxious. It's annoying. 
But yeah, I anyway. like yelling. Yeah, it's yell. fun. It's fun. It's fun. All right. So my number six is how will I laugh tomorrow if I can't even smile today? So <laughs> we're the same here. It's Look both our that. number six. Uh, so you, you mentioned Motorhead a lot, which I thought was, was interesting because I hear a ton of Metallica, like master of puppets, Metallica on this, on this one. And Motorhead was a huge, huge influence on Metallica. So I think that's cool how we both kind of interpreted, interpreted this, this record. Um, but yeah, there's so much, so much master of puppets on this one, but obviously not nearly as good. Um, it's like they, they, they do the chugging well. But like you know, the, the the little nuances and everything, they just don't, they just can't do it like Metallica does. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame because this record actually could have been pretty fucking rad had the, the guitars been a little bit more interesting. Um, but, I don't know. This is this is kind of like because it's so chuggy. <laughs> it's kind of like don't have much to say about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I don't know. I don't know why I don't have a lot to say about this one. Um, just that it just sounds so much. It just reminded me so much of Metallica. And I, I do have a banger on this one. And I also have a stinker on this one. Ooh. So the banger is Suicycle, Suicycle, Suicycle Mania. It's, almost, it's an almost six minute long song, which is usually really bad for them because they just don't do long songs well. But it is faster. It's more aggressive. It has some pretty actually cool guitar solos on it it really keeps you on your toes for for that that amount of time which is surprising because there's really no other song from them that can do that you know a long song from them that can do that and uh, so yeah that, that's my banger my stinker though is how will i laugh tomorrow which is i guess the <laughs> title track uh that is the stinker it's almost seven minutes long and it's a fucking ballad it's a ballad it's terrible it's fucking awful one of the worst things one of the worst things they ever they have ever done was that that song. I fucking hate that song. Um, but also this is this is also the album where I realized, wow, they're kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again, like through the early '90s, through the early mid '90s. It's a lot of the same kind of chugging, the same kind of guitar riffage, and it just doesn't really go anywhere after this point. Up until you know late '90s, it doesn't really go anywhere at all and uh it's kind of lame it's kind of lame but whatever this is my number six how will i laugh tomorrow if i can't even smile today i i, I, I thought i, I had more tomorrow, to i can't smile today <laughs> i thought i had more to say about that record but i clearly do not you did not yeah so what, what's your what's your, it was an exhausting week so what, what's your it number was. five this is 13 Ooh. i mean I put this as my number five, but I I wrote very little on this, and I have no banger. So, I mean, I don't know what that's worth. But this, uh, so the album is called 13. It's their 11th album. Dumb. Already off the bat. Don't fucking care. <laughs> I think that is so stupid. If you're trying to, like, if you're going on, like, a 13th anniversary tour, like, that's cool. Then go on a tour. Don't Don't write an album called 13 if it's your 10th album. I just think that's stupid. I think it's dumb. But the year was 2013, so I guess that's kind of cool. And I think it was, I think it was that mixed with it was their first album in 13 years. And also, I think that's but like, it's like it's but not th- that's that's it's, the number that that Mike always wears like on his jerseys uh, so or whatever. Dumb. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, MS13. You know, that was in the early days they were they were connected with MS13. So I think it's to, help, to keep up with the um, 
Oh, Venice 13, whatever. Yeah. So it's to Big keep difference. up with the lore and shit. Dumb. But, it's, it's what you yeah. what you could have just said it was it was dumb and that would be, well, yeah, that would have sufficed. I could have said that. Yes. I I I it's thought this easy. one was really like like more rock and roll sounding. And and I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Everything else I have written about it doesn't really prop it up to be number five in my list. So I don't really care that much. I guess <laughs> I thought <laughs> I, that's all I really realized. I thought this is more rock and roll sounding, and there were hints of, of like pop structures here with melodies and the way songs were written. But other than that, I mean, I really don't care about this. Uh, at all and i have no bangers from it and uh, i don't remember anything from it <laughs> all right sounds good sounds good so it's my number five but i think it just snuck in there it, it, it probably just got lucky to be honest yeah i think you you probably took like a day break of not listening to anything so when you <laughs> listen you're like true. okay this is kind of this is kind of okay <laughs> i was fresh fresh off like a good night's sleep i was probably listening <laughs> to like other great music and listen to this one and i, I tolerated this one more <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened Oh man! All right, so my number five is "Suicidal for Life," the one that was that is not on the streaming sites. So I had to go to YouTube, and it was very annoying. I was very annoyed, like you were. And usually, that shit does not annoy me at all. But because of you know having to listen to seven al- seven albums prior to this, um, yeah, it sucked. So uh, why this is on on not on the streaming sites, I do not know. I tried looking it up. I could not find anything as to why it's not on the streaming sites. Uh, people seem to like this record, uh, at least on Discogs and shit like that. But I think it's a, I think it's a it's a it's a okay record. It's fine. It's uh, this is like this is probably the first record since their first album where I thought it sounded like they were having a good time. Because they they they're just you know how serious they are and how serious Mike is and like it always seems like he wants to kick your ass, um, but this is he actually sounds like he's having a little bit of fun here just just you know joking around with his buddies and making music that's more lighthearted I guess just more exciting really you know maybe even cracking the smile here too. yeah you know who who would have thought though you know with his cool bandana, um, but yeah, I don't know it's it's it's. It's a little bit bouncy of a record, a little bit more heavy metal than anything else, but it still has that that excitement because, like I said, it sounds like he's having, they're having a little bit more fun on this one. And uh, if I had to pick a banger, it'd be Fucked Up Just Right. Uh, this one has some genre jumps where, you know, it has the, the, the kind of bigger bouncy heavy metal stuff. Then it'll move into some funk influence stuff to some like kind of actually decent thrash, which I don't think they're very good at. I don't think they're a good a great thrash band, even though that's what a lot of people compliment them for. I don't think they're particularly that great at it. At it. Um, but they, yeah, the, the song jumps around a lot and uh, it's just, it's always kind of fun. So I like this record. I, 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 I dig, I, or I think it's a decent to good record. It's a decent to good record. Okay. And when, even when I, when I went to go, when I was like kind of going through all the records, this is the only record where I didn't recognize the album cover. Never ever seen that album cover. It's a stupid album cover, but had never come across it. And um, I don't know why the band hates this one because it's one of their better ones, I guess. It's definitely one of their better ones. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, even still, I I'm sitting at like a one point. Uh, 
5, 1.75 on our rating rating system right now. <laughs> so I'm not even at the twos yet. Something I'm going to go back to. So what do you got for number four? Number four is still psycho, but punk after all these years. Still <sighs> psycho punk after all these still years. Still psycho they're, punk, yeah. Their, their last 13th record. record. It should have been named 11, and it could have been their 13th record. And that's that's stupid. And this band is stupid. Um, but yeah, right off the bat, same name as another album, right? Except for the punk part. Dumb. <laughs> but this was uh it was a solid output. I like this one. I enjoyed it. I thought they sounded fun on this one. I thought they were having a good time here. I thought they were enjoying themselves. This is a band that has that has made just shit after shit for decades, like literally decades of just trash. <laughs> and now they're just kind of like recreating their youth in a jokey way. And that's fine. I thought Mike sang a lot like uh, like like Jim from Pennywise too. The way he sang reminded me a lot of Pennywise. Huh. Um, right. I don't know, but this is sort of like angsty teenager punk music, even though they're you know fifties. I don't know. I I thought it was I thought it was fine. I, I I had really no problem with this, but I for sure had nothing that would stand out to me on this one. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, I have no banger. We're we're me. we're this deep, and we have like had said nothing overly positive about any of these records. My top three, I would I would get in the vinyls though. I will say that. Damn. Okay. All right. I th- I think I think our top three are pretty much going to be the same. Um. All right. So my number four is Lights Camera Revolution. There it is. So from nineteen ninety, this is the first one miss? with. Explain it to me. So, uh, I don't, I don't know. I uh, so okay. So this is the first one with Rob Trujillo, like we were saying. I think the reason why I put this one so high was because they were actually doing something out. This is the first time they were doing something outside of like the thrash genre, which what, like I said, I don't think they're they're like amazing at. They're fine. I don't think their riffs are are anything really to write home about. Uh, but there's a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers here. There's a little bit of Pantera on this record. Uh, and there's also some like kind of good pop melodies thrown in there on top of it all. And then they have, you know, they have their typical like hardcore punk that's thrown in there as well. And like I said, the thrash, but I think it's like, I think what, what makes this album stand apart is that it, it does genre jump, uh, between the songs. So not every song (laughs) is the same thing. It's not recycled, you know, bullshit over and over and over again. Um, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing makes sense. I mean, the Chili Peppers had just come out with Mother's Milk the year prior, and you know they were on top of the world. So a lot of bands are going to be taken influenced by that. And and obviously they have known the Chili Peppers since the early '80s too. But this is the first time that they've decided to kind of borrow. But also, I think they had with Rob. You know, Rob has the talent to play more funk related, more funk based music but um yeah this is it's not it's not a terrible record i mean if you want to go back to it go for it but Eh. i honestly don't think Eh. you're gonna see anything that that differently on your second listen through but yeah i don't care what do i know but then i okay so another thing i've gone back to to records that we've done on the podcast uh in the last few like just you know i i listened to um alkaline trios from here to the infirmary 
And, you know, I've always liked that record, but when we did that record on the podcast, I didn't like it as much. And I think it was because we had, we had listened to all of their music and I was just kind of over it. But I went back and listened to that record last week and I really, really liked it. Like I liked it so much more than when we actually did it on the pod. So I think when we rank all these records, it's kind of sometimes gives us a, a bad taste because we're, we've just like, oh, we've oversaturated our, our, uh, our, uh, what am I trying to say? I get it. We're getting too much information here. Yeah. And it's diluting yeah. some of the other information. Exactly. We're diluting it. That, there we go. That's a good way of putting it. But here from here, Infirmary is a great record. It it's is. It's not their best. But it, I. But go, going back last week, I liked it so much more than when we did it on the podcast. And I, I came across that a couple times in the last couple months with records that we had done on the podcast and then going back, listening to them and liking them so much more out of the context of the entirety of their discography. And I feel like this record would be one of those records. If you listen to it, like give it like two weeks and then listen to it again. I think you would probably like it more than you do this week. I really think you would like this one more, but what do I know? What the fuck? Do I, I, know? I, I, I will listen to this one again because, um, our, our reliable listener told us to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do feel bad that we completely ignored his request. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will, I will, I will listen to this one again. Oh boy! But uh, yeah, yeah, just gonna do it. Why, what's it gonna hurt? It's what thirty-five yeah. minutes, forty minutes long. That's it. But anyway, uh, my my banger is, uh, what is it? Disco's out, murders in. This is just like a good hardcore punk based song. Uh, for at least most of the, the, the song. It reminds me a bit of Black Flag and some of the weirdness and kind of wankiness that Great Gin does. And I think that's why I liked it. I think it was it could be because it was more straightforward, hardcore punk. But uh, yeah, outside of that, uh, that's Lights, Camera, Trujillo. So what do you got for number three? Number three, Free Your Soul and Save My Mind. Hate that title. It's fine. I think it's a lame title. I think it's uh this is this is um so like maybe we can get in, into it on the episode I don't know or this one but the infectious grooves thing dumb but um this is very infectious grooves sounding free your soul and save my mind and this era is very <laughs> much of that but uh, I really really like this one I like this one because it was funky and punky funky <laughs> and funky okay <laughs> we had. We had we had Brooks we had Brooks on drums, yes. Who Brooks brings Blackham. that just like very very, for lack of like a better term, very dumbed down, stripped down punk sound to his drumming, mm-hmm. but with tights fills with like tight kind of uh, grooves. Yes, but yes. on the surface he's just very very stripped down, very basic. And and one of the guys who who was from Infectious Grooves on bass that wasn't Trujillo, the other guy, but he was still fantastic. He was Josh still fucking Paul. amazing. Josh yeah. Paul, yeah, still great. And I really like this one because of what I said, but it got really shitty reviews, and I did not of understand did. that. And I don't get it. I, I I think that's fucking bizarre. And this one was written by Mike and the other dude, the guitarist in the band. So I think like. Like when Mike isn't the only person writing the music, I think there's a lot more, there's a lot more like groove 
in the music. Mm-hmm. When it's Mike, Mike's very two dimensional, and those two dimensions are fucking thrash or, or yeah, thrash and punk. And so like that's all he can kind of do, and that's all he wants to do, and that's all his brand allows him to do. And so this one, I know this one, this one, this one, this one surprised me. This one surprised me. I liked it a lot, and I would buy this on the vinyls. Oof. I would. I'd buy it on the vinyls. Damn. I'll say it. I don't care. You fuck. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's your number three. And what's your banger yeah. on this one? The second song, Sukasa is Mikasa. Oh, yeah. That was so goddamn fun. That was, uh, not only was it just funny to me when I heard somebody speaking Spanish, I thought that was hilarious and I had a good time with it. And uh, I don't know. It was a good song. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, my number three is also Free Your Soul and Save My Mind. Like I said hate the title but pretty good record this is the this this record would be a, a two out of three for me on on the rating list right here i do like this record i think brooks wackerman the drummer killed it absolutely killed it on this on this record he he's one of the tightest drummers especially punk drummers out there like more so than josh freeze i mean brooks just has a has a way of playing where he's Damn, dude, it just sounds so nice, so crisp. Um, I think this is overall. This is like a, a solid, a solid punk record. There are a couple outliers, uh, like cheesy songs, like that are actually like more hip hop, pop influenced, which is really. It just didn't sound good, um, coming from suicidal. But honestly, it's overall, it's it's just a good punk record, and that's what they do best, and that's why I like this record. And also another one of the records is because they're the only two records that are more punk based rather than thrash. Because like I said, I don't think they do thrash that well at all. But punk, hardcore punk, do they fucking Mike and the rest of the guys fucking nail it? Because they always throw in a little bit of the funk, a little like a lot of cool fills with the drummers and because honestly, Mike does get really good he does get pretty damn good musicians into the band. Like yeah. You cannot deny that he has some great musicians in the band throughout the years. They want because they want to be there. They, they want yeah. to experience like suicidal tendency. This brand, yeah, that's that's true too. Um, so yeah, this is this is my number three. My my biggest banger of this one is uh, "Start Your Brain" because it's just it's just a great punk song. Great punk song with some cool sound effects. Some great back and forth between the bass and the guitarist. Uh, and overall, it's just it's one of the catchier songs, which they don't have a ton of catchy songs. So I don't know. I think this is a really good one. I wouldn't get this on vinyl um, because it's a lot of it. This is essentially an extension of the record prior. So yeah, so that's my number three: "Free Your Soul" and "Save My Mind." So what do you got for number two? Uh, number two is is our album of the week: "Suicidal Tendencies." Is it really? Su- no shit. Yeah. Are you fucking with me? I swear. Okay. All right. I swear. I, I thought long and hard about it. I did. I thought long and hard about it. Wow. Okay. All right. So my number two is Freedom. <laughs> I can't. Okay. I, I, just, I mean, I'm not, I don't blame you because I think this record is really fucking good, but I can't believe this is your number one. There's, uh, there's a couple reasons like that it has to be my number one over suicidal, suicidal. All right, so this one came out in 99. The uh, first record with Brooks Wackerman on drums and Josh, wait, Josh Paul on bass? John Paul. Is it Josh Paul? Wait, I can't even think right now. I think so, sure. Um, yeah, this is the first one they did. This is uh, straight, you know, punk, hardcore punk, 
this is what they're best at. Like I, I'm just gonna repeat what I said on the on the last one. This is a better version of their that record that we that the record I just talked about, the freer soul and save my mind. This is just so much fun. It's exciting. It has the song Psycho Vision, which is my banger. I mean, that song is off of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater for the first game. And uh yeah, this song this album is just so exciting. It has the the super fast, you know, the, the drum beats, the the bass playing is like fucking crazy. There's some amazing, amazing funk playing on this on this record. And for a long time, I thought it was Rob Trujillo who played on this, but it wasn't. It's obviously not at all. Uh, Mike is not annoying as a vocalist on this one at all. Honestly, the only thing that that kind of lacks a little bit is the guitar playing. But even still, it's just hardcore punk. Like there's, it doesn't need to be anything crazy, you know. There's some cool leads here and there, but overall, the songs are fucking solid. Really, really great songs. So my, yeah, like I said, my favorite song is Psycho Vision, which is, I think it's their best song, like through and through their best song ever. So yeah, it's my number two is Freedom. So what do you got on this one since it's your number one? My number one's Freedom, their ninth record, 1999, all them nines. This is, uh, <laughs> dude, this is a banger of an album. This is the closest they came to replicating their first without redoing it which just made it better. This okay. album has its own identity. This album has everything that you want from Suicidal, but everything is just amped up. Like the guitars, I agree. The guitars have never been great ever. Mm-hmm. Even though the the guitars have been really good throughout the years, it just never fit. You're, you're jamming lead parts. You're jamming solos into places that you don't fucking need them. What this album did, though, was it beefed up the tone of the guitar to make it sound heavier, to make it sound fuller while dumbing down like the lead parts. Like we don't need all those leads that we've listened to for fucking 12 albums. And this one, this one, I mean, obviously I'm not going to sit here and pretend like cycle vision is my biggest banger off of this one, but like <laughs> heaven, like the, the one of the last songs is fucking super slow. It's super good. I heard the cat. I heard the cat. Yeah. It is super five. groovy. <laughs> fucking dope baseline everything about this album i think is is just it was unreal and this man this is this was this was a much needed like breath of fresh air this this is this is something that we needed here so deep in the discography and i knew psycho vision was coming up and that's what i called this album because i didn't know what it was called i knew it was coming up <laughs> I thought, okay man i just like there's no way they're gonna put out an album that has psycho vision on it and it's going to be like more of the same shit. And like, I was right. Like they put out this album and it was just, it was fucking unbelievable. It was unreal. I thought they like, they redefined themselves and I agree. Yeah. I don't think they do the thrash thing very well. I think they're a hardcore punk band that can have a thrash breakdown here or there, but then also just kind of be quirky in their own way. Like we will talk about with like institutionalized and stuff, but freedom just was like them really, really grasping what they do best and this is what they do best this this hardcore punk sound this skate punk sound with minimal thrash in there and just overall fun freedom freedom was was dude, this album was unreal i was i was blown away i was truly blown away i can't believe that blown away <laughs> wow and what what i think i what i like so much about this record is also brooks's his snare tone it's so high and so crisp that it, it cuts through everything else in the mix. And you can't help but just listen to Brooks 
with those fills and those super super tight fills and it adds so much to the actual songs i love it fucking love this record I think, I think it's it was like record. one of the last things he did too before he started doing stuff with Bad Religion. This is like yeah, like he, some shit that he did right beforehand. Yeah, he quit. He quit suicidal. I think in two thousand two or two thousand three, maybe. And then he joined to join. He quit this band to join Bad Religion. So, yeah, there you go. Good stuff, man. It's a good album. This yeah. was a good album. I didn't even look to see if it's ever even... I don't... Has it even been pressed? I did not look either. Let's see. I'm real curious. Well, you can... I mean, you can say what your number one is. Everybody knows... Well, my number number one one is is the self-titled, the album of the week, obviously. This has never been pressed. Oh. That's crazy. (laughs) Wow. That is crazy, man. How... Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was thrown on cassettes three times. Of course, because everyone lost three times were unofficial. All right then. Well, I don't know. That's all I got. Okay. Got anything else on on the rankings or anything? Uh, no. That's uh, that's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Keep listening to all your friends, and uh, that's it. That's all. Uh, suicidal.